Good to speak. Tell me about your budget uh, changes. Of course. So, um, uh, and speak to you today about uh, the Kent Police budget because I want to sure that make sure that people know exactly what is in the budget, what isn't, uh, and what that impact that is going to uh, have on the public uh, in sitting board and Sheppey. So, the budget will make sure that we are balanced next year, so we don't have any financial concerns. Um, we are receiving an increase in funding from government to help maintain our record police officer numbers. Um, in order to help balance the books, um, I've asked for a council tax rise next year of £13 for the full year, which is about £1.08 per month. Uh, and we will still make some efficiency savings as well, worth less than 2% of the budget uh, to make sure that we are uh, balanced. And we'll do that in a sensible way. We're looking at pay and allowances in senior officer ranks. We're looking at um, the estates and IT projects that we're doing, see if we can delay some of those and see which ones are most necessary. There will be some impact on police staff, unfortunately, um, which we will manage very carefully and sensitively. However, overall, we get a balanced budget. We maintain our record police numbers. And there's also some positive um, work in there as well around antisocial behaviour that will come in due course. Now, I think the antisocial behaviour issues are still for certain. I mean, we've been hearing recently in the news about um, car uh, meets at weekends, you know, and, and, and at night where people sort of almost treat the streets like drag racing circuits. You're absolutely right. And it's a, it's a real uh, selfish act that these people uh, undertake to cause antisocial behaviour and noise nuisance and fear and distress to, to local communities. So when Kent Police are identifying that these are taking place, they're using their powers that they have uh, to disperse them. They'll put in a dispersal order uh, in advance of any proposed meet that they become aware of. And that's been really successful uh, in some parts of the county uh, in preventing these events from taking place at all. But in order to tackle the problem of antisocial behaviour more widely, part of the budget will see extra funding for antisocial behaviour hotspot patrolling. Uh, so every district in Kent, including Swale, will benefit from this resource to tackle antisocial behaviour uh, and drugs in our local communities and make people feel safer again. Because I get the impression that local traders, um, and this is only anecdotal, I don't have any official figures, are still concerned about um, high streets and about perhaps certain you know supermarket sites uh, are you know and i know they are in sort of um, conversation with the with the borough commander but it does seem still a, a, a hard issue to tackle you have had your safer streets campaign yes of course um and it's really really interesting to see how this um was uh is working. And I was in Sittingbourne with local campaign Asia Cuthbert uh, only this week to see um, the work that has been going on. Um, I'm pleased to say that some of the projects under Safer Streets have already started. Um, Swale Borough Council has been able to employ street marshals. Uh, they they did a lot of visible patrolling in Sittingbourne and Sheerness uh, over the Christmas period, five days a week. Uh, one of those being Saturdays, so obviously the high volume area. Um, we've received some positive feedback from the CCTV control room uh, and Kent Police saying that they were able to deter incidents of criminal damage and antisocial um, behaviour. But we're also doing some other things as well. So the business crime reduction 
partnership, we'll get some uh, booster aerials in order to make sure that their radio network can be extended, which is good news, and the businesses can talk to each other about what's going on in the town centre. Um, and we're going to be using things like the Hollyguard app, uh, which we will offer to uh, women who feel uh, threatened in public places uh, and want it for their own safety. Uh, we've ne we're going to negotiate to make sure that they can have uh, some more of those uh, from us. So there are some really good things going on uh, in order to tackle this. And in addition to all the work that we're doing, the neighbourhood policing model is going to expand. So there'll be more PCs on the beat, uh, more schools officers available to deal with the problems that we're seeing in Sittingbourne and Sheppey. Well, obviously, it's a it's a societal problem, but are you confident that you know we can turn things around you know reasonably quickly? I believe that we can because there's a collective will uh, to do so between the traders, Kent Police, uh, my office, uh, and the work that we've been able to fund for Swale Borough Council. So I think the will uh, is there. It requires partnership to be able to deliver it because some of the issues which uh, are underlying this, such as street drinking, uh, drug addiction, which is you know, responsible for or contributes, sorry, towards about half of all uh, acquisitive crime. There are other things that need to be addressed. So there is a collective will to do it uh, together. Um, you'll see some immediate results uh, with the street marshals, with the neighbourhood policing model and the hotspot patrols, but we need to get behind those longer term issues as well, which will come in good time. And anecdotally, again, one hears that the, you know, shoplifting still seems to be a major issue. So, you know, not just in, in Swale, but everywhere in the country. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and one of the things with shoplifting is that historically it's been a very underreported crime. So what we're trying to do is, is encourage retailers to say to us, these are the offences that we are experiencing. So we've got the total picture of what shoplifting is looking like in the area. Because then that way we can we can target harden those who are causing the problem. Um, so we're using software to target the top 10 locations and give them better support in each district, as well as making sure we're targeting the top offenders in each area as well. Because if you can get those who are constantly reoffending, you can really make a dent in them. Um, in the shoplifting problem. But there will be some, uh, again, some more work being done by Kent Police over the next few weeks as part of the National Retail Action Plan, where they're really going to be focusing on shoplifting assaults against shop workers to make sure that retailers have got the support that they need. And I guess allied to this is victim support because, you know, every everybody that suffers any any kind of crime really does need support following the crime don't they yes you're absolutely right and we have an extensive uh, range of um, support services which are available victim support charity of the same name uh, is available to anybody in kent who's been a victim of crime and we've extended the service to include young people as well and if anyone wants to contact them their telephone number is 0808 168 9276. That's 0808-168-9276. But there are a range of other organisations as well that I work with, such as domestic abuse charities, sexual violence charities, uh, and others who deal with other issues like hate crime and stalking and violent crime as well. So if you visit uh, Google and type in Kent Victim Voice, that's Kent Victim Voice, you can find a brochure with all the information that you need about how to report a crime what you can expect from the police and also those 
services, which I've just mentioned as well, that you can have access to. And you mentioned domestic abuse. I noticed that there are several videos available online now uh, to enable people to spot uh, domestic abuse issues. That's correct. It's, um, we've, we've run a number of campaigns, the government has as well, uh, in order to raise awareness of this uh, very serious societal issue. Uh, and it's important that we, uh, we all stand up and speak out against violence against women and girls. Uh, and again, if you, if you look in the Kent Victim Voice uh, directory, which I've produced, you'll be able to find details of those organisations which can help you, whether you report it to the police or not. So overall, are you positive that things are moving in the right direction? I am. I, I think there's still some work we need to do in order to help people feel safer. But I think we've got crime is falling. We've got more support for antisocial behaviour coming. Uh, the amount of support for victims of crime has nearly doubled. Uh, burglary is down by nearly half. The number of county lines operating in Kent is down by two thirds. So we're making some really good progress on the issues which are affecting local communities. And with the neighbourhood policing model expanding in the next few weeks, we'll see more police officers on the beat, more police officers in schools and more in our neighbourhood task forces. So I'm very optimistic for the future. And it's nice to hear actually a positive um, message coming from the police because we still hear a lot of negativity, you know, because of other police forces and and you know I, I i guess when people hear nothing but negativity they, you know their attitudes to the police is perhaps not as healthy as it should be it's it's a shame i mean i think there's a couple of things firstly we are all committed to rooting out corrupt and criminal police officers from our police forces kent police is very proactive in this respect and i've worked with police and crime commissioners to introduce an anti-corruption line nationally to make sure that people have got an option uh, to report things anonymously if they have concerns. So there are things that we do still need to do, and there will still be cases in the media of officers who have committed wrongdoing and some committed criminal acts. The important thing is we're honest about it, we are open about it, and we root out those that we don't want from our organisations. Now, it's, it's not a case of just one bad apple. There are too many of these apples spoiling the barrel. But overall, Kent Police is in a good place. We have a strong culture. We have good people who are working really hard day in, day out. And yes, it is demoralising for them to see bad decisions made by other police forces, criminal actions committed by their colleagues, and the constant hounding by the national press that Policing UK gets because of the decisions of one or two police forces. But they get my support whenever they've ever needed anything, whether it was the increase in their pay when they wanted more tasers or spit guards when they wanted changes in the law i stood firmly behind them because it was the right thing to do but what i also do is make sure that i am scrutinizing and i'm working really hard with the chief constable to get rid of those who don't deserve to be police officers too and are you positive about recruitment of new police officers i think so um, we are still receiving good numbers of applicants we're maintaining our record police numbers um, so it is good to see that there are still a significant number of people who want to serve in the police, despite everything I've just said. And that's really encouraging because that means that we will be able to bring in a new generation of police officers who want to serve their country, serve their community, be there when people need them in the face of danger and difficult decisions, serving us day in, day out. And we should thank them because there are many, many who will criticise them 
who would never be prepared to do it themselves. So uh, I'm really, really positive about recruitment in the future. The key challenge is retaining them. And if people need to get in touch with your office, how do they do so? Well, you can find my website at kent-pcc.gov.uk. Uh, it might be easy just to tap in Kent PCC into Google. Um, you can contact me on 01622 677 uh, And my email address is contactyourpcc at Well, we'll talk to you again, hopefully in uh, three months time or so. But for now, Matthew Scott, thank you very much indeed for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you.